with a brand new episode for you. I'm riding solo dolo today, but Lana's going to help me out. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm here. You're not that solo. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in a new location, too. Um, we're filming in, what is it, Studio A? Studio A, baby. Studio A, A-team over here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I like the lighting in here a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fab. <laughs> I was like, why wasn't I in here for the to, you know, to begin with? Um, but let's see. Today, let me just, hmm, there we go. Let's see. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about um, plastic surgery. So I was on, um, I went on a podcast, uh, it was a couple months ago, and they kind of threw like a little like sidebar at me where they were talking about plastic surgery. And there was like an underlying assumption that people that get plastic surgery are like insecure or not happy with themselves. And I was like, you know what, this is a really good like podcast topic to expand on. So I thought I'd kind of do that today. And I guess, you know, I guess I'll start by saying, like, when most people hear plastic surgery, they think of the Kardashians. They think of, like, the, the public Because you look like one bitch, of course. Hello. <laughs> Kim who? You know, they, they like, you know, they, they talk about, um, you know, celebrities, you know, yeah. people that like trying to be ageless and, or age gracefully. And... Uh, or they're they're like they'll think of that extreme end of it where you, you people that have had too much work done like the Catwoman or people just start to look <laughs> really plastic like not human but yeah that's the kind of public persona that plastic surgery is but it's really important for me to create like a balance and a structure around around what most plastic surgery looks like you know most plastic surgery is you know reconstructive yeah actually. Um, and most people aren't out here getting like work after work after work. They're usually just getting one procedure and then it tends to kind of fix the problem. But, you know, we'll kind of get into that. Um, I don't think that, I don't think that, I don't know. Let me ask you, Lana, do you think people that get plastic surgery are vain? No. I don't either. No. I don't either. I wouldn't say vain, but I also like, I wouldn't say insecure, but it's like, it's like the in-between of those. See, I would say insecure, but I don't think that's a bad thing because everybody's got insecurities. See, yeah. I think I think we pathologize things that are not pathological. Yeah. You know, like, okay, so I don't, let's say I don't like a feature of myself. That doesn't mean I'm, um, it might be insecure about that feature, but that doesn't mean I'm not a confident person. Yeah. And I think that there's a big difference that, oh my God, if you want to change anything about yourself, you need to do some inner work. And that's where you have to start. And it's not a bad idea, but there, but it's always, it's not always that deep either. It's not always rooted in some big trauma or self hate. Like sometimes you just kind of want to fix one part of yourself, <laughs> and that just increases your confidence and boosts your self esteem. And it really is just that simple. Yeah. Um. I so yeah, I personally like like I've seen people that have gotten their nose done and it really changes their entire personality not in a bad way either it's like they get that nose job and now they're able to walk into a room with confidence they're able to talk to people they're able to like it just it brings a little bit of an oomph to you Mm -hmm. but it's not to say that like that person couldn't have done that with or without their nose job or not but yeah sometimes having the plastic surgery adds the oomph I agree. Like, you know, everybody has insecurities and I feel like women are more stigmatized around getting it. It's a lose lose for women. You know, it's like we're told so much that there's so much value in in how you look and how you appear. And if you want to, but you you can't do it, you have to enhance it naturally, you know, because then, you know, (laughs) if you if you go above and beyond, then it's too extreme. And it's just kind of like there's so much judgment around what's okay for women to do and what's not okay for women to do. And another thing that I hear is 
um, well, you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for men. Oh God, that's a common one. That was that came up on the that came up on the show, <clears throat> where they were like, well, you're you know, aren't you just doing it to be attractive to the other sex? And I go, well, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you just want to feel good in your own skin, or you want to enhance your own natural beauty. And if that's the case, if if everything that we women are doing is for men then everything you guys are doing is for us. Okay. It is though. Okay. Like like You really think he likes the Corvette? <laughs> no. It's to get the girl, right? Duh. What about like I mean, it's kind of easier to look at it if I put a guy in the situation like if if I look at a guy that's balding and he gets a hair transplant, okay? <laughs> Do we call him narcissistic? Do we shame him for getting a cosmetic procedure? But if God forbid a woman wants a boob job or a butt job, right? You know, somehow the criteria is different. Or what if I took a different angle and said, what what if somebody's like not physically fit, and then they hit the gym and they get really really buff and they get really really big? Well, that's an enhancement of their physical physical feature. They're enhancing yeah. their strength. They want to look a certain type of way. They they want to embody a certain type of man because that's what women perceive as desirable, right? So technically, you're doing it to get girls, right? Yeah. But we don't knock that because we say it's healthy. Weird. It's a total double double standard, yeah. you know. And I think it's important to point those things out. I don't know why plastic surgery gets such a bad rap well people have to understand too that plastic surgery a lot of times isn't for enhancement it's actually reconstructive like you said like a lot of people do have like cleft lip and that's considered plastic surgery to get your lip to be to be put back together it um fire victims like like burn victims uh, they go through a lot of plastic surgery to get their skin back to normal, to get their skin grafts like in different areas so they can have thicker skin. I'm like, people need to understand that plastic surgery just isn't a fake boob job and a nose job. It's a lot more than that. I, I agree. And I actually think that it can help increase and boost your confidence. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it really can help. Now, you do want to address, like, underlying issues that are going on. You don't want to ignore any kind of, like, mental health condition. You do want to have a good relationship with yourself. But sometimes changing those outward appearances, those features, can help you have a better relationship with yourself. And, yes, you want to work on self-acceptance. You want to work on positive self-talk. You want to have a balance. I'm not saying don't do those things. But I'm just saying this is an option for people. And it's something that you should consider and not roll out and be judgmental about. Right. Everybody can take this to the extreme. Everybody can go one way or another. And it's in, and balance is important when we kind of talk about these these conversations and topics. When you brought up like the reconstructive surgery about fire and, and you know, burn victims and stuff like that, that was actually my counter to them. Uh. Because they said they said um, um, their 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 viewpoint was you don't like yourself. You must be unhappy if you're getting plastic surgery and I was like, no, not necessarily like, yeah. you know, it's addressing your insecure and, and, you know, and I was like, well, you know, what if you have a reconstructive surgery? Like what if you were beaten and you have, you want to repair scar damage or you had, you know, you were a burn victim and you want to, you have to go through skin, like a plastic surgeon does that. Yeah. And that can be a healing process for that victim to look more like themselves again. And their counter to that was this repairs and upgrades are different. And I said, no, no they're not. They're not different. <laughs> they're not different. I'm sorry. Like that, that burn victim or that victim that's, that's been a survivor of domestic violence is feeling insecure that exactly. that's the root. They're feeling insecure about their physical appearance. And that's no different than somebody that doesn't like their nose or their flat butt. It's still an insecurity. And people don't get plastic surgery Frivolously. Most people don't. Most people have to be in severe distress to consider that. Right. And it like you have you have to kind of look at that as um, somebody really, really kind of struggling internally um, with a physical feature that they have. And, you know, you don't always need years of therapy. Now, me being a therapist, I try to be open minded to solutions, just solutions in general that help alleviate distress. Yeah. And I think therapy is a wonderful option uh, to check in with your mental health about if there's something about yourself that you don't like. 
Um, and, and also if you're doing this for somebody else, like if you're doing this to attract a, a man or, or something like that, like, cause some, t some people will be like, well, I want to change this feature to get this job. Or I know that this guy likes this kind of trait in women. He likes big bucks. So let me get a BBL. Oh, like God. there are people that will do that. That's when it becomes really dangerous. But the women that are just like, you know what, this, this is a feminine type that I really aspire to be like, mm -hmm. this is something that would make me feel good. That's her doing it for herself and not necessarily somebody else. And, and again, everybody is, we have to kind of say, everybody is kind of doing this to be attractive to the opposite sex. Like, when do we draw that baseline between when we're doing it for ourselves, which is when we're doing it for somebody else? And if we're all doing it, then why is it unique? And why are we even talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, <laughs> just okay, my, just my right thoughts. There. Let me write that one down. <laughs> She told <laughs> you know, I do think self-acceptance is important. Um, and I, having a good relationship with yourself is important. But, man, when I, like, obviously I've enhanced my physical appearance. I don't look like a completely different person. Mm -hmm. But I do feel better. And I didn't need therapy to do that. And that's not a knock on therapy. But, I, you know, and maybe I could have gotten there. But I didn't have this horrible relationship with myself before I wanted, you know, like before I wanted a boob job. I didn't have a bad relationship with myself. I was just like, I want to look like that. Yeah. I didn't hate myself for not having it. I was just like, yeah. And then I got it and I did feel better. Like, and that's not going to be everybody, but it is an option and we can't just, you know, rule it out. I think what people need to understand, too, is that like. How do I say this without it sounding like it's a phase? But getting a boob job is like dyeing your hair. Not necessarily like it's a phase, but when a girl gets, like, you know, when you get broken up with or you break up with your boyfriend, first thing you do is you dye your hair. So, and it's it's that confidence boost of like, I just want to look different. I want to see how this looks on me. I want to see how I feel because a thousand percent when I am blonde, Mm -hmm. Compared to when I have dark brown hair, I act like a completely different person. And it's just hair. It is just hair, but you act different. Like, you But did feel you do different. that for a man, Lana? No, I didn't fucking do it for no goddamn man. <laughs> you didn't but I also do it because you were trying to, like, emulate something? No. But also, like, I also have fake boobs, too. And I'm like, me getting my boob job wasn't. It wasn't to just get over some. Actually, I was like going through my divorce. This was before I even told him I wanted to get a divorce and before I even filed. I was like, I'm going to get a titty job. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to go get my boobs done. And I did. And I felt so much better about myself. And even I felt better even around him to the point where I didn't even want to leave because I was like, you know, I have I have boobs now. Like, I'm more confident. Yeah. I'm a little more. I feel sexier. Like, it helps sex life. Oh, shit, sorry. It helped the sex life and everything, but it was still like like me having my boobs just felt refreshing and like it made me feel like a feminine woman. It made me feel different about myself. So it's like like getting the plastic surgery made me feel so much better about myself and whether whether it was body dysmorphia or not, it made me feel better. Why do people get so like, oh, you must be so heavily insecure? And I was like, well, if I was, even if I was, but I wasn't, but even if I was, what's the big deal, motherfucker? Because yeah, well, I like, feel great now. Like, what is, like, what's their expectation for people? Right. Like, that's the, like, you're not, okay. So don't, so don't get plastic surgery because you're insecure. Go to, go to therapy and, and love and accept yourself for who you are. But, Get, but repairs and upgrades are different. Yeah. No, no, it's not. You're just being you're being judgmental because uh, one, I think plastic surgery is is stigmatized because you're doing something to alter your physical body, mm -hmm. and then two, the money. I think that's why it's so stigmatized. It's because it costs money. You know, you dye your hair; those things aren't like big investments. You know. Um, but guys, guys want to judge like that, like they don't fucking upgrade their cars. Like you get a car <clears> stock. And then you add rims to it. That's a fucking boob job. Mm, no, that's not a bad. I, that's not a bad point, you know. But like, what would you like? The guys will always say you're doing this for us. No. 
well, maybe, maybe there is maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe women are trying to be attracted to men because men set a lot of the beauty standard. No, they don't. I think a lot of guys do set the beauty standard. A lot of guys do say like, hey, this is this is what I deem to be beautiful. This is what I deem to be attractive. That's what's pushed on, um, you know, advertisements. That's what's romanticized in the movies. They show you ideals and images of desirable women. Um, and I think that's highly publicized. I wouldn't say that it's everything. If men actually controlled the standard of what beautiful women were, it wouldn't be what me and you are. So what do you think is, who do you think controls the beauty standard? Do you think it's women? I think it's the fashion industry. I don't mm -hmm. think it's women or men. I think it's the fashion industry alone. Because if you ask a farmer what the beautiful, what, what, a farmer man on top of that, if you ask him what the beauty standards is, it's completely different from what a man in New York is going to think. Well, sure, but that's just that's just cultural, though. Like, that's just different dynamics that, that appear culturally. You know, if we go to, you know, Indonesia or something like that, they're going to have a different beauty standard. If we go back right. to, like, 16th century, the beauty standard was pale and chubby. Yeah. And totally different from how it is nowadays because it meant that you can eat and bear children, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Really, that's really why. Um, and so it does. So I do. I it does change. I think across cultures, but um, I, so I guess it would be more, maybe more heavily societally influenced than it than man or woman. Yeah, it's a hundred percent society, and and I don't even think it's like the general society. It's it 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 has to be Hollywood. It is Hollywood. Hollywood and. Whether it's music, acting, movies, and all that stuff, Hollywood and fashion are what set the beauty standards. And the beauty standards are trending. Everything is trending. A mm -hmm. BBL is fucking trending right now. That mm -hmm. is a that is what like a twenty thirty thousand dollar procedure. Yeah. And I think that really blew up with like Kim K, right? Like that's kind of when we started seeing like a big boom with that. Um, so, yeah, I think Hollywood does have a big influence on beauty standards. Yeah. It's definitely, it's, I feel like it's definitely what we see on TV. Because if it's the average guy, like, and actually, you, I got this off of your podcast. Because you were the one who told me um, in the Tinder, the, the Tinder statistics. What mm -hmm. guys want is this. What they actually get is something completely fucking different. Well, a guy like what it's yeah reporting versus what they actually like entertain and because um, men are disgusting. Well, it's like it's not that it's just that you know like they're hypergamous as well. If you really want to get into it, because if <laughs> if women are dating across and up, well, so are men. Ideally, that's what they're reporting. You know, yeah. I want to date younger with a low body count, never been with anybody else. You know, I'm you know that kind of thing. Like that's kind of hypergamous hypergamous in a way yeah um because i guess technically it would be better than other women what they can how they're defining better yeah um or like higher status or higher value would be that versus women would want more money power what they would say right um i don't know where i was going with that but <laughs> <laughs> um uh, well you said men date up women date like men date up in looks Women date up in status. That's what they report. But when, when you actually, like, get down to it, none of that really plays out. Like, most women would want to date somebody that's um, wealthy. It doesn't mean they actually do. Most yeah. women would prefer to date somebody over six foot tall. That's what they would report. But they don't actually do that because they meet people and they and there's love there or there's attraction there. And attraction is different than what people report like right. you can be you can you can know that you're you like the way a six foot tall person looks but you can meet somebody five nine and you're attracted to them and the rules really go out the window and the same thing happens with men like they might ideally say that you know look at women and say hey this is the type of woman that I would like to date this is the type of woman that I would like to be with but then, you know, when they meet somebody that vibes with them, that connects with them, um, that they're also attracted to, but it might not necessarily be their type, they make the exception. There's there's a big difference between what, what you're attracted to but versus what you're reporting is your type. Mm -hmm. You know, your type is something that you would say, ideally, 
I want a guy that's six foot tall. I want a guy that makes six figures. I want a guy that doesn't have any kids and owns his own business. Right. But then, you know, you could meet this uh, real estate investor that has a kid. Um, let's say he's 5'9", but you're attracted to him. Yeah. You, you're you sexually attracted to him. You and like him. And the kid him. is great. And baby mom has no drama. Yeah, and he's respectful and loving yeah. and you guys hit it off. Guess what? You're going for him. Of course. If, if you're interested in love. If you're interested in money, you're not. Yeah. Okay? But if you're actually looking for a relationship, you do. You make those exceptions and the fact that he's not six foot tall doesn't bother you right. because the needs are met. The relationship is there. The connection's stronger. Like the connection will always override physical appearance. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be beyond whatever is physical. And so, you know, those those things play into account, too. Um, I don't think plastic surgery is bad. I don't think it's bad. I think there I think it has caused some, on the flip side of this, though, is that with all the. With all the filters out there, okay, <laughs> with all the Snapchat, Facetune, you know, all that stuff, um, I think it can create body dysmorphic disorder, which mm. is BDD, where we're so used to seeing ourselves through this lens that we that we somehow think that that is what we should look like, and now we start, now we start not seeing the natural the the natural beauty maybe. Mm -hmm. And so there can be some distortion there. But that's very different than somebody not liking an element of themselves and wanting to change that to improve their self-esteem versus having a distorted image of what they actually look like that causes significant distress and impairment. It's a fine line, but it's an important line to distinguish. What do you think about social media and Snapchat filters? Do you think that that impacts self-esteem? I mean, I think it does to... I don't want to say to weak-minded people. It's not weak-minded. But people who aren't strongly confident in themselves completely just look at a filter and be like, I wish I looked like that. I wish mm -hmm. I looked like that. I wish I looked like that. Damn it, I don't look like that. Damn it, I don't look like that. And it's like, I, I hardly wear any makeup. So that, you know, I basically put on the filters for the times that I don't have makeup on. And I'm like, well, this adds a little makeup on it. So... You know, it just adds a little oomph. And then yeah. it might it makes you kind of think about yourself like, oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then took off the filter. Or sometimes, you know, what? have you ever like had your filter and it's a good filter yeah. and then you accidentally swipe off of oh, it? Oh, God, yeah. And it goes to normal and you're like, <laughs> whoa. God, that is, Jesus. Yeah, I have. If, am I wearing a witch filter? Oh, there's no filter on me right now? No, I have. I have. <laughs> and like, I have to like, 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 Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I've definitely done that where you're just like, God damn, like you almost get used to not seeing it, you know, yes. but, but you have to have like, but also I look at myself every day and don't have a problem with it. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's shocking when you see that initial swipe because these filters are designed to create the perfect sy symmetry. <laughs> right. What's what's mo like mathematically what's most pleasing. Smooth. You know. Yeah. Shit. And and it's and it's and it's nice, you know, but you don't want to be dependent on those things. And I think the, de the dependency is where people get really lost. Like. I don't wear makeup 90% of the time. Most people yeah. don't know that. But when I come on here, I do. Does that mean I'm insecure? No, no. it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. It's just most people are going to see this and this is how I'd like to present myself. Yeah. Um, my clients never see me wear makeup. Really? <laughs> never. I never wear makeup when I actually do therapy. You know, I did a show like it was a couple weeks ago, but I was talking about um, me not being comfortable dressing professionally mm -hmm. and how I wanted to wear pajamas. And I had a teacher that gave me the freedom to do that, and I still do that to this day. <laughs> I still wear pajamas when I when I work from like I work from home now, so yeah. I pretty much just have like my comfy my comfy clothes on. I sit in a certain way in the chair. <laughs> I've just done it since I was you know graduated since I started. <laughs> yeah, and I never wear makeup unless I have something like this to do. So, and then when my clients see me, they're shocked. No, <laughs> no, but that's a that's a thing too. Is that like. Like I feel like people, how much? What am I trying to say? You get you have a podcast, you have a platform, so you have a pl you have an area where people are looking at you, and you're like, okay, don't really want to do it without makeup. I'm gonna put some makeup on just to like you know 
fresh face. And the first thing that guys want to do is bash you and make it seem like you're so insecure. You can't walk around without makeup. Why don't you do a podcast without your makeup? Which I've had guys ask me, like, why don't you do a podcast without your makeup really? on? I swear. And I'm like, you're obviously not a real fan because I've done like six episodes without makeup on. And you didn't even fucking notice. So I'm like, bitch, the fact that you don't even notice that I don't have makeup on should, goes to show that, like, I don't need it, A. And B, I don't, I don't, I'm confident enough to get on camera without the fucking makeup on. And But it doesn't mean that I'm not confident if I go on camera with makeup on. See, that's, that's the, that's the distinction. That's right the distinction. There. And that's such a beautiful way that you put that. Um. <laughs> Wanting to look a certain way doesn't mean that you're insecure. Yeah. And 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 look, we all and like like insecure, I don't like myself. I hate I'm unhappy with who I am. Sometimes we just want to present ourselves in, in a certain way. And yes. women like we like to feel feminine. We like to feel sexy. That that's not something that we should be shamed for. And you know, if that's it, but it's like, you know, it's it's like yes, be that, but also don't be that. It's like <laughs> yeah, you can't win. Well, then, too, like, um, I feel like plastic surgery, like, people have this stigma against, like, set plastic surgery as if, like, you know, if you're putting makeup on, you're insecure. If you have boob implants, you're insecure. But it's usually, I, f I feel like, personally, it takes the most secure person to want to change that just to be more secure. Because if you, if you put makeup on and you're like, oh, I feel a little more secure and I mm -hmm. go out and now you're like, you know, like you're a little more confident in yourself. I feel like that takes a stronger person to just be like, I just needed a little mask. Yeah. A little something. Like, but don't, and don't we all do this? We Like this is not just unique to plastic does surgery. Does every single person walk out of their house as soon as they get up out of bed? Men don't do that either. I'm like, you I'm know, sorry. It's, it's like saying like, I just feel like men get away with this a little bit more than women do. If they want to enhance their physical appearance, it's more labeled like healthy. But if women do it, no, it's, it's more labeled narcissistic. a fucking hat. It's labeled fashion because they yeah. can they can hide their bald with a hat and it's fashion. But we do it with hair and it's like, oh, you're fake. Mm. You can hide like they can hide their ugly chin under a beard and it's natural. But God forbid we put lashes on and it's like, oh, my God, you're going to fly away. And yeah. everybody makes fun Dude, of us. That's so good. That's yeah. so good. It's true. It's, it's a double standard. It's a complete double standard. Why is there such a double standard when it comes to the beauty business? Like, why are women shamed for wanting to improve well to be fair i genuinely feel women shame women when i it agree comes to that i agree you know on that episode um that i did it, uh, two women came on and kind of like rebuttaled some of my points women yeah and that's what lit a fire under my ass to do this episode <laughs> what happened um i didn't watch the whole episode <laughs> <laughs> but i did see a few points um and uh and you what know, did they say? Well, they were speaking generally, but it was piggybacking off of some of the things that I had said. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the thing is, is well, um, and they weren't saying this about me personally. It was general, but I can only assume that it was about you. Um, well, we'll <laughs> just say it was about the material that I was talking about. Right. You know, and they had said something like, you know, that there was a lack of confidence. And I was like, really? I'm on a fucking podcast. Right. Like, um, a, like a lack of confidence and that you can just you can just tell when somebody rocks in the room whether they're confident or not. And I'm like, no, not really. Not not really. Like a lot of people know how to fake the funk and wear masks. Yeah. Do you know how many people I talk to all the time that say that they have imposter syndrome that are like <laughs> saying that they're confident and they're like dying inside? Yeah. You know what real confidence is? Doing it in spite of that. <laughs> that's what real confidence is you know it's doing it's pushing yourself it's overcoming the fear of rejection it's putting yourself in a position to be judged and to be criticized and overcoming that that to me is confidence now I might not like a certain aspect of my body but that doesn't mean I'm an insecure unconfident person yeah and they're trying to wrap all of this up into well if you get work done if you do these things you're not confident and you're unhappy with yourself and that's just not the case mm -hmm. There are some people that are not happy with themselves and they do use plastic surgery as a form to heal those wounds. I wouldn't recommend that. 
If you're not happy with yourself, I wouldn't go outside of yourself to first fix that. I think that you need to be pretty solid and good with you. But if there are elements of your physical appearance that you don't like, or let's say you've had you've had some trauma or you need some reconstructive surgery, or let's say your breasts are too large and you want to get a breast reduction, why should we say we why should we shame people for making those um, improvements to their appearance? Like if a guy wants to get buff, we commend him. We don't shame him. We say that's healthy, that's good. But if a girl wants to, you know, get a butt job, it's just well, she's she's looking for clickbait. She's you know she's narcissistic, and it's just we don't we don't get the same kind of criticism, you know, for men that that you know women get. Yeah. And I wasn't, um, you know, those those women also kind of mentioned um, natural beauty. Well, natural beauty is great, but not everybody wants to look like that. And just because you don't want to look natural doesn't mean you have a problem with yourself. Yes. If you want to present, if you don't want to wear makeup and you don't want to dye your hair and you want to wear whatever you want to wear, fine. You want to be natural? Fine. But I don't have to embrace that. (laughs) I don't have to embrace that. Like, I, I might not want to look natural. I might want to look the way that I want to look. And that doesn't mean that I don't like myself. That means I just choose to present myself this way because that's what I feel most comfortable with. Right. Um, and maybe that's influenced by society's society standards. Maybe that's influenced by this. But it's like, isn't your haircut influenced by society standards? <sighs> like, if you hadn't seen a picture of, like, what a guy's haircut looked like, would you have picked that? <laughs> you know, like, we're kind of all doing it. We're so. all doing it. And it's the thing, the, the double standard is that men do it, women do it, old people do it, young people. Every single person does it. It's just that there's one stigma that is called plastic surgery that makes it seem like that's worse than the rest. And I'm like, no, if you wear a hat, you're you're wearing pr- plastic surgery too, bitch. Like if you're wearing a beard and you're covering something that you, if you're covering some type of insecurity that you do not like, you are doing plastic surgery too. Yeah, I just don't wanna, I don't want to make insecurity pathological. I think we have to create some balance around that. Like, oh, you're insecure. Oh, you're insecure. Okay, well, so are you. Yeah. So are you. We're all a little insecure, okay? And we all have levels to this. Like, I might have overcome some some insecurities in my life, but now this one thing happened to me, and I've got to overcome that. Yeah. You know, we need to be a little bit more gracious and forgiving with each other and with ourselves when we look at things like this. We all have insecurities, and there are different methods for treating it. Yes, you want to do the inner work. I'm certainly not downplaying the importance of therapy. I am a therapist. I'm a huge advocate of protecting and 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 investing in your mental health. But I'm also very open to other approaches. I'm not just locked down and, and like, you know, saying that this is the only thing that can help you feel better. Right. There are other things that can help you feel better. And I'm saying that plastic surgery is an option. With that being said, you know, plastic surgeons aren't here. Good plastic surgeons are are not trivial in what they give, who they give plastic surgery to. There's an assessment that they also go through, like they're assessing for BDD. If they find somebody that has BDD, which is body dysmorphic disorder, they're not a good candidate for plastic surgery because they know the plastic surgery won't fix the treatment. But the the rest of the population, the majority of the population, are good candidates for treatment because it's mm-hmm. not there's not a dis, there's not a and like a disillusion with how they view themselves. They're just yeah. seeing one thing that they'd like to improve upon, and then they're satisfied with that. Studies show it actually fixes. The, the fixes how they feel about themselves and it's not this slippery slope into like you know looking like somebody completely different like the cat lady <laughs> you know there are there are have you ever seen that show botched yes love it that scared the shit out of me oh you know and i i when i i like i i would watch that show before i had any work done and it did make oh, me real? it did make me think like twice about uh like getting work done like getting my boobs done but I but I wanted it so bad you know I was willing to assume the risk now people need to use wisdom and good judgment and and you need to make sure that you're in the right frame of mind before you make such a permanent decision like right. that mm. you I wouldn't recommend making permanent decisions when you're in a straight as distress or there's like been a huge shift in your life like dye your hair first don't get a boob job you know? <laughs> <laughs> like start slow. <laughs> but you know, there are there are risks to plastic surgery and I think it's only fair that we mention those like as well. Um 
Because I was going to say, like, as because since you are a therapist, um, you kind of touched on it anyway, though. But I was going to ask, as a therapist, do you think like having plastic surgery is a mental disorder? Not a disorder, but like, is it is it mentally wrong to want to fix yourself or to do something of that sort? Because I feel like if you're telling someone like, no, you should love yourself for how you are. And you're kind of forcing that person to love themselves as they are, knowing that they have the money and the doctor and the connections to go in, like, just, you know, get the little oomph. Well, if I had like an obese person in my office Mm -hmm. that was completely distressed with their lack of mobility, their physical appearance and, and impaired their relationships with themselves and with other people, Um, would I just tell them to love and accept themselves for who they are or would I ask them to make changes and work on themselves? So I would first start inward. I would first really, like I think you have to do a bit of an assessment for assessing the motivation for why somebody wants to get work done. Like, like kind of what we mentioned earlier, like, are you doing this for a guy? Are you doing this for a job? Are you doing it? Or like, is this really kind of one thing that's caused you a lot of distress and you want to improve upon that? You know, those would be better candidates for something more permanent like that. But when people want to make like it's a two way street, you have to have a good relationship with yourself regardless. Yeah. You need to have a healthy self image as a foundational piece because Doing plastic surgery alone is not going to fix any kind of self-hatred. It's not going to fix, it's not going to make, um, it's not going to, it's not going to be a magic pill that erases all of your problems. Yeah. Um, so the health, the foundation for having a healthy relationship with yourself is, is paramount. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a priority. So working on self, self-acceptance, um, being around supportive people, working yeah. on negative self-talk, doing things to, you know, non-invasive and trying those things first. You know, I think that that would be a good starting point for people. But, you know, if you do those things and you're really still it's still causing you a lot of distress, I think plastic surgery is absolutely an option you should consider. You weigh it heavily, um, have good consult, but you should absolutely consider it um, if you're in the right frame of mind and you have the right doctors. Right. Love that. Thanks. <laughs> like I'm just get off my soapbox now. Um, it's such a it's so weird to me that it's such a polarizing topic. Like, why is everybody so invested in how everybody looks? I you know that is a fucking amazing question. Yeah, like why do you care what I look like? Right. Like I like everywhere I go, you know when I say something and like nobody has anything to say, the fr- like the red pill people. The first thing they do is they attack how I look. Nah. That's the first thing. Um, and it's just like, why? Like, why do you even care what I look like? It's, um, and it's funny because I feel like personally, from what I've experienced, it's usually the most insecure people that tend to talk about how I look. Because I'm like, if that's the only thing that you can attack because I'm giving you a proper rebuttal because I do sound educated because I'm not a dumbass or whatever the fuck it may be. Like the first thing you want to hit me is with how I look. And like, I don't, I, I like, I, I can't understand people's insecurities because if you're insecure of the fact that I look like this to the point where you have to talk about how I look because you're that insecure around me, that's how I think of it. Like you're just insecure around me to where you have to tell me how I look. It's kind of like I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. It's but very I mean, like juvenile like Well, like, okay, you're confident in yourself, right? Under, yeah, under most most of the time, but not always. Not always, yeah. but you mostly, mostly you like how you look. You're okay with how yeah, you look. Yeah, I feel good about how I look. I feel good about the choices that I've made to enhance my appearance too. I haven't regretted any of them. Right, but that being said, if someone who you didn't find physically attractive walked in here, would you say something about it? No. My point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I wouldn't like, feel the need to cut them down or do anything like that. My and point. But the people who like the people who feel the need to cut you down is because they feel that you need to be humbled. Why? Because they think that you are above them. I agree. Like it's what you're describing as um Rejection. leveling. No, it's leveling actually. So oh. it's just, you know, 
people relate to others the way that they see themselves. So if, you know, if I look at you, Lana, and I think you're prettier than me, I'm going to do one of two things. I'm going to bump you down to where I see myself. or I'm going to bump myself up to where I see you. Hello. You know, so we do that. Women do that a lot. You know, you were that's what you were kind of mentioning earlier is like kind of the cattiness that can occur with women. I feel like mm -hmm. women are more judgy about the other the work that other women have, don't you? Um, to be completely honest, the my my experience, I've had more, I've had more guys talk shit about my fake boobs than women. really mm -hmm. women like women want to like touch them. Oh my god, they're great. Oh my god, I've always wanted to get them done and like. Like, I think the way that I am around women, they're just like, oh, that's great for you. When Well, that's good. That I mean, that's awesome that you've been around women like that. I feel yeah. like, um, and maybe this is just our different experiences. I feel like I've gotten a, a lot of, I've seen a lot of cattiness from women. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. More so than men. Most men like the way I look, but. <laughs> <laughs> men like the way I look until they don't like how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as rejection hits the conversation, it's like, well, you have a boob job anyway. You have no ass anyway. You look like this anyway. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, no. I'll... And you still couldn't get me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, um, I feel like women do digs. They're like little, like, oh, yeah, like that's kind of what I mean. Passive like, aggressive. Yeah, shit. it's like that. Like, um, oh, so how long has it been since? Oh, like I noticed your face isn't moving. Is that because it's like, are you happy or sad? I can't tell. Shut up. I have never. Things like that. Yeah. Um, and I like I'm around a really good group of people now, but I would get things like that or, oh, yeah, I can tell. Oh, are you are you OK? Like you look a little sick today. Just digs, cuts, things like that. And that's not necessarily like plastic surgery related, but I think that um women can often feel threatened around other beautiful women yeah. there's two types of women women that embrace that and run to it and women that feel threatened by other by beautiful women yeah. and plastic surgery does pay, play a part in that and i i mean oh my god like i remember i went to a fitness competition liam was competing and the cattiness i saw amongst the girls was crazy and, you know, here we are, you know, promoting like health and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, you've got these girls just like they're like, I mean, you would think like they were in a desert and there was like one <laughs> bottle of water they were fighting over, you know, <laughs> they're like cutting, cutting in front of each other, cutting in front of each other, like throwing their like, like outfits in front of each other and like stepping in front of each other oh and just God. one upping each other and they're, and they're competing. But you can see the lack of camaraderie and lack of support. And maybe that was just unique to them. But I even went to the, the bathroom. I remember I was going to the restroom and one of the bikini com competitors, her, her swimsuit broke. Oh. And she was asking for help. Um, and none of the girls would help her. Are you serious? None of them helped her. I came out and helped her fix her swimsuit. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Bless you. And I was thinking of, like, because I was thinking of doing a competition. Because mm -hmm. this is when, like, Liam was competing. And I was thinking of doing competition and that like really kind of made me not want to because I was like, I don't want to be around this negativity. Like, I just don't want to. Everybody there, it's like everybody here feels so threatened by yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, I don't want that kind of energy. I don't want to feel threatened around other women like want to relax. And it's <laughs> like, why would you feel threatened around anybody? Well, I mean, I think a lot of people do because. There is a lot of value in, in how women look. Women place a lot of value on that. Men place a lot of value on that. Society places a lot of value on that. And women can have a threat response if they feel like somebody is one-upping them hmm. on that. I just don't have that in me. It's just a me thing, though. Yeah. No, I mean, I look, it's it's probably because I th it, it's a good thing that that's not a you thing because that means that you've reached a level of healing where things like that don't affect you. Yeah. Um. But that is quite common, I feel like. I mean, I've certainly, I wish I had more more people here to ask that to so we could get like a better census, you know. But yeah. I feel like I've definitely, in my own practice, heard a lot of women feel, be very fearful, you know. Even, you know, how we were talking last week and I was telling you how like a client walked out of my office because she didn't <laughs> want me, you know, that was, yeah. 
that was a threat response, yeah. you know, um, and that was a threat response. And I'm harmless most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because I think um, I've had I've had that experience, too, where obviously like 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 I've had friends stop talking to me because they started dating a new girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, I've been here for four or five years. This girl's new, but she finds me to be a threat. And I'm like. If I wanted your dude, I think I would have fucked him like four years ago. Yeah. Don't you think? But they still find it like some kind of like a, a like a threat. Just just being in because because hear me out, though. Sometimes it's not even about how you look. I know this is about plastic surgery and stuff. But the way I bring a fucking energy into a room threatens people in general, because it's sometimes it's guys, too, because guys will sit there and be like, you know, y- you're not that funny. And I'm like, mm. yeah, but your friend's laughing. So what the fuck you mean? I'm not funny. Like I made you I, laugh. I agree. I I think, I think you're like, your energies are already palpable. You're so funny. I love you. But you're right. Like, and, and, and I think that that's kind of what these two women on the podcast were trying to direct it is um, that more towards the natural beauty, your natural energy and that being what attracts people. Yeah. And they're right. Like it does. It does. But so does this. Yeah. And, and they're not mutually exclusive. And why not have both? They're just not mutually. Oh it's just not mutually exclusive. Like having work done doesn't necessarily mean you don't like yourself or you're unhappy. Like, no. you know, and also like somebody coming through with like natural beauty doesn't mean she's confident either. Okay. (laughs) Like just because you don't want to dye your hair and just because you don't believe in plastic surgery, you might still go home and not like yourself. You might still not be comfortable in your own skin. So just because you're presenting one way and just because you're saying one thing doesn't mean you actually are. I don't know if you are or not. But you can't look at it and just say that, yes, because this person's had work done, she's she's insecure. And because this person hasn't, she's fine. Right. Not true. Completely untrue. Because sometimes a lot of the like the people who haven't had work done are the people that. I guess were raised different, like like or can't afford it or you can't know? afford it, can't Ooh, afford it. That's a, but that's like that's a big one, though. It look it's a big one because plastic surgery is expensive and like it's a luxury for people that can afford it and 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 sometimes like somebody might want to change something about that but let's say they don't have access to it they don't have resources for that they could be a little bitter towards people that do that's so bad that is so you know and then and then that's where you get the nagging like I was saying earlier (laughs) about putting other people down that have that or judging oh you like her she looks fake as fuck it's like well i mean if you had options would you do that like maybe i I don't know maybe maybe not um but it's like it's worth having a conversation about and exploring these kinds of of viewpoints um obviously you're pro plastic surgery right hell yes (laughs) my thing is i'm not um i i am a hundred percent pro do what's gonna make you feel pretty do what's going to make you feel confident. Do what's going to make you feel right. So if if you getting a boob job is going to make you feel better and confident, then do it. But if getting a boob job is going to make your boyfriend feel better about you and like want to, want to claim you more, or it's going to make your boyfriend. No, then don't fucking do it. If you don't want it, don't do it. If you want it, fucking do, save up every fucking coin. Work the overtime. <laughs> get the right doctor. Go to go to six different consultations. Be friends with your fucking doctor. Do the whole nine. Like, make it a fucking experience if you're mm-hmm. going to do it. But, like, make it a fun experience. Don't make it a fucking horrible experience. Like, oh, my God, my boyfriend hates my butt. Now I have to go and make sure that my butt is, or like, perfectly okay. No. Yeah, you need to see a new boyfriend, not a new butt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, though. Yeah. Yeah, no. People, I think... Pl- Plastic surgery could be a beautiful thing. Just like it could be a beautiful thing to a burn victim. And sometimes insecurities are just as bad as a burn injury. You know, like like pl- people that are getting plastic surgery aren't doing it trivially. Trivially. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. How do you say it? Trivially. Yeah, you I go. I used to have a list. But sometimes <laughs> words are hard for me to say. <laughs> Did you get your tongue done? Yeah. 
<laughs> You're so funny. Um, what the fuck was I saying? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. So, pla- like, it's not done frivolously. There you go. Okay. Um, it's not done frivolously. Um, most, most people are at this point because it's caused severe distress. And most people aren't getting multiple surgeries. They're really fixing one element of something that they don't like. And I'll have to find the study. I didn't bring it with me today. But um, there was a study that I looked at that when you have that kind of most people getting work done are fixing one element of their physical appearance that they don't like. And they do report feeling better. Mm -hmm. And they're not going in for procedure after procedure after procedure. That's just like I feel better, you know. And, And like let's talk about, you know, aging as well. Like. Women want to age gracefully, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong to people that don't want to that that prefer to age naturally. But as 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 women, as men age, there might be things that you want to do not to just look like a different person, not to not to completely transform your appearance, but to age gracefully. Um, and we 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 can't be so shameful of, of, with with people that want that want to do that so that they feel comfortable with the aging process. It's not somebody trying to be a 20 year old. It's just saying, I want to be the best version of 65 that I can. I want to be like, I want to feel good on my own skin. I want to look in the mirror and like what I see. I think that that absolutely is good for your self-esteem. I think that, I think that's good for your self-esteem. I think it's good for your relationships with other people. When you like yourself, when you like what you see, um yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was everything i'm trying to think of anything else if i missed anything um it's hard to do solo shows (laughs) no no yeah (laughs) do you do solo shows yeah and i talk for an hour bitch like (laughs) oh my god how do you do it i don't even know i'm like gonna cut this shit so much i'm gonna be like Cut this part out, Lana. Cut this part out. I don't even know. I don't like my hair right here. No. Plastic surgery, this part out. Yeah. Plastic surgery, that part out. Put a filter over this. No. I'm sorry. I'm now we're just having fun with it, guys. We're just having fun with it. Well, look, I just, oh, I guess I'll kind of like end on this note. Um, everybody has insecurities. Yeah. Okay, and not not all insecurities are pathological, um, and so we kind of have to normalize this. Also, you know, if if the argument is you're doing this for somebody else, you're doing this for men, you're doing this to be more attractive for, you know, men. Well, guys, you're doing the same thing for us. So why is this the topic we're even discussing if we're both doing the same thing? Um, it just tends to be more critical around plastic surgery because maybe. The financial investment and just the actual body modifications. But I tried to create some examples of different ways people modify their body and there isn't judgment. Right. Or if it's for a different reason like like trauma, there's no judgment there either. It's just, hey, if you don't have trauma and, you know, if you're not in the gym working on your fitness, you know, then it's a problem. And that's just not the case. So I'm trying to open people's perspective a little bit to just some alternative viewpoints, a different way to look at it. At the end of the day, you need to exercise good judgment. You still need to have a good relationship with yourself. But I do think that plastic surgery is an option that um, you shouldn't rule out. Shouldn't rule out and you shouldn't judge people for getting it. And we don't need to judge you for the way that you want to look either. (laughs) Peace out.